0: CHAPTER 7. THE TERRORIST'S FACE The deadly roller came thundering closer. The floor tilted crazily. Solid Snake staggered and found it impossible to stay on his feet. The pin was moving more rapidly, gaining momentum with every second that passed. It was moving a lot faster than Hawley, and soon it would be on top of him. Solid Snake thought fast. Crouching down to the floor, Hawley waited and watched as the pin got closer. At the precise moment that it reached him, Solid Snake gave a mighty leap upward and threw himself over the pin, rolling clear on the opposite side. The pin thundered onward, smashing into the far wall. The floor, whose tilt was electronically clued into the rolling of the steel monster, became level again. As the floor straightened out, Hawley scrambled to his feet, shaky but unhurt. Before he could catch his breath, three terrorist guards came rushing out of concealment, weapons drawn. Solid Snake still had no ammunition for his handgun, and the mines were useless in this situation. All he could do was run. He was near the door, so he raced for it on the double. Without looking back, he pulled it shut behind him using keycard 1 to lock it. The guards were shut inside. Without delay, Solid Snake used his keycard on the next room and the door swung open. Cautiously, he entered. The room at first appeared to be completely empty. No guards, no lethal devices. In the center of the floor stood only a table with a computer and some field rations on it. Were the rations poisoned? Holy hope not, because he knew he'd have to take the chance anyway. Chuck's words came back to him. You've got to have plenty of rations if you want to make it through the heat panels. Maybe Chuck hadn't been delirious after all. Solid Snake picked up the rations and sniffed at them. They smelled terrible, but all field rations smelled terrible. Justin Hawley ate some and pocketed the rest. Then he turned his attention to the computer on the table. It sat there, switched off, silently mocking and defying him. What was its purpose? What information did it hold? Solid Snake reached across the table and turned the computer on. At once, the screen lit up and showed an enemy terrorist's face. It was the face of Colonel Vermin Katafi. Before Holly had time to think, the face on the computer screen began to decompose right before his eyes. The picture turned into blocks and the blocks were quickly scrambled until the face was an unrecognizable jumble. A small clock appeared on the screen, ticking the seconds down from 20 to 19 to 18. Holly realized that this was a crucial identification test. The computer thought he was a terrorist and was putting him through a special run to make certain of his identity. Each person using this computer screen had only 20 seconds to unscramble the face. The guards were trained in this exercise, but Hawley was not. Quickly, Solid Snake began to strike the keys almost at random while the seconds ticked down one by one. On the screen, a couple of pieces fell into place and Hawley worked faster, but at the same time with more focus. The trick was to pay as little attention as possible to the clock counting down from 12 to 11 to 10 to 9. Just get the job done. 5 4 Holly had only three pieces of face left to go, but one piece he'd unscrambled before was in the wrong place and it was blocking the right piece. Deep breath. Do it. Just. Do it. Three. Two. The final piece clicked into place a nanosecond before the countdown stopped. There on the screen, the terrorist's face had been reassembled. Solid Snake heard a click. From a slot on the side of the computer came a small sound and a keycard slid out. His reward for getting it right, a key card. The computer had fallen for his trick. He compared it to the first keycard he had found and noticed that there was a pattern to the bumps on the card. With two cards in hand, it was easy to see that the pattern was a numbering system. This was card two. The bumps were carefully laid out in sections. He could tell that there were eight cards in all. Now he had more rations and another precious keycard. The next room couldn't be opened with keycard 1, but the door did open at the press of keycard 2. Inside was another bound snake man prisoner, Jim Tibbet. Solid snake, thank God you're here. I just about given up hope. I have a message for you from Diana. She says Grey Fox infiltrated the enemy several days ago. They captured him, but he is alive. Grey Fox was a squad leader of the snake men. Could Justin Hawley rely on the truth of that message? How could Diana have gotten through to Jim and when? Before he was captured? Could he trust Tibbet? Or was this only some kind of lying trick to divert Solid Snake from his main objective, Metal Gear? Hawley looked deep into Snake Man Jim's eyes, searching for the truth. It seemed to him that he saw it there, but if he were wrong, if Jim Tibbet was lying and Hawley believed him, the mistake could easily prove fatal. Yet. He really wanted to believe that Gray Fox was still alive. What should he decide? Solid Snake was torn between his desire to set his friends free and to get them to safety and his mission, to find Metal Gear, whatever and wherever it was, and destroy it. It was a hard choice, but the mission came above everything. Those were his orders and he was here in outer heaven to obey them. If on the way he found Gray Fox alive, that would be the icing on the cake, but... He couldn't stop to look for him, yet he resolved in his heart to keep his eyes open for Gray Fox and to question every prisoner he set free about the squad leader. If anyone could help him on this mission, it was Gray Fox. Come back for you as soon as I can, Holly promised Tibbet. Hang in there, Jim. Rest up. The door is unlocked now, so be careful. I will, Jim replied weakly, shaking Justin's hand. You be careful too. In the next room, opened by keycard 2, Hawley was hit by an odorless poison gas as soon as the door opened. He felt his lung was choking with pain. With only seconds to spare, he got his gas mask on. Something caught his eye even through the gas. Taped to the baseboard of the far wall were three clips of ammunition for the Beretta. Bullets. Now he felt like a combat marine again. Now Solid Snake was armed. In the same room, he found a small package containing the silencer for the Beretta. That made Solid Snake grin, and he screwed the silencer onto the end of the barrel. The next space he entered was a small armory, a supplementary weapon stash. On a high shelf, Justin Hawley located a grenade launcher and a cachet of grenades. This find slowed him down somewhat, but it was too important to leave behind. Solid Snake strapped the grenade launcher on his back and slung a heavy bandolier of grenades over his chest. And now a game hint from your friends at GeekAid.com. To get through the maze, go left, two screens. Left, not right, because it'll just repeat... Over and over and over and over and over again, no matter how many times you walk right, you got to go left two screens. Okay? Good.